It's not my life. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Not My Life podcast. It's not my life I live, but Christ who lives in me. Oh my goodness. First things first, Heather Lopez, shout out to you. Thank you so much for lunch today on this beautiful Sunday. But for you guys, it's probably Monday or a Tuesday or a Thursday, whatever it is. But Yes. Guys, if you haven't heard this podcast before or this is your first time, my name is Caleb and I am so happy that you guys decided to click on today's episode because, you know, they're always good ones, but this one, oh, so special. Me and Ella recorded this one, wow, a couple months ago and it was kind of rough because I was very sick and sniffly and... Yeah, we were on the microphones attached to toothbrushes still, so if the audio is a little off, you know, forgive me, but I wanted to share this funny, like, clip from the podcast of how sick I was. Here it is. How has you... How... Yeah. Anyways, we made it through, but guys, go ahead and grab a different snack this time. Not chips and queso, not fettuccine alfredo. Grab some cake. I had some good Costco cake today. Tasted like really good wedding cake. But anyways, grab a sweet snack, whatever. Buckle your seatbelts and get ready for this conversation I had with Ella Regal. Good okay. morning. Good morning, Ella Jean. I know I say this pretty much every episode because it is always a special guest, but this is a extra special guest. Um, you may know her from her new single that was released a couple days ago by the name of Ellery, but her I know her as Ella Jean Regal. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I am so psyched to finally sit down with one of my closest friends. And the first thing that I try to be consistent with, but sometimes I forget, is what is one word and why to describe your life right now? Ella Jean. <laughs> um, <laughs> tornado. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sounds like you're as chaos. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just is. By the way, I don't want to exclude anybody, but Kira's sitting in the background for the next podcast. Would you like to say hello really fast? Oh my gosh, hi guys. Okay, that's all you get. So, a tornado flew around my room. Essentially, yes. So, can I ask why, Dorothy? Wizard what else? Wizard. Um, I have... A lot of things going on in my life right now and like half of them are amazing and half of them are like things that I have to work through. So I have like a tornado of emotions going on inside my head that I'm like, God is so good and I'm experiencing his love for me, but I'm also experiencing grief and trying to work through that. So it's like, Ooh. Oh. whoa, what a pattern though, because I end up talking about grief in every episode, <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh yeah. And then grief. I'm like, wait. Am I bringing this up again? But seriously, it's, is it, would you say it's 
the season that we're in, maybe. Maybe. The weather. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. Can you give like some detail to the things that are grieving you or like some base, not by not naming it? It's really just living life, really. Um, having people come into your life and having them come out of it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see the purpose in sometimes I'm like even why even have relationships if people are just gonna walk out of your life at some points Mm. and it's just really learning that God didn't like how do I word this he put those relationships in your life at that point for a reason and even if they weren't forever that doesn't mean they Mm. weren't for nothing Mm. Could that even be defined as, like, seasonal friends? Because I've gone through times where friends are just in your life for a season. Yeah. And so I think it's important. Yes, it's very hard. Sometimes we don't know why people walk out like that. But if we kind of give a name to our emotions and what's going on, in that case, for um, for you and I, we've both had it happen. You've had it happen recently. But... It's just something we need to realize some friends just come for a season and that God allows to come into and teach us things, but they're not, they're not going to be lifelong friends that got or relationships that God wants us to have. Yeah. I like that. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so on this episode two, I wanted to talk about your song, <laughs> uh, Ella, what what's your name and what's your song called? Your artist name and what's your song called? Um, so my name I go by Ella Ree, name given to me by Kira. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my song is called "I Want the Disheveled One" and <laughs> it's the first one I've ever had produced. Ooh. Shout out to Pastor Caleb Sonic from Victory Life Church because he did it for me for free and it was amazing. Yes. Ella, what is this song about? <laughs> so it sounds like this sad breakup toxic relationship it kind does. of thing. It's really it's really about my cat. Like, <laughs> I'm not even lying to you. I was okay, it was initially gonna be a song about my cousins and I was like, I don't really feel about writing like writing about them and then my cat walked by and i was like well here we go (laughs) i love that you know whatever takes on your creative um niche in that moment (laughs) whatever sparks your creativity niche (laughs) niche um so i also want to touch on um how amazing the song was i the first time you sent it to me it was a rough voice memo but you said, oh, yeah, it was I did real it. rough. I did it in one take. I said, no, you did not, because that sounded so good. Um, how many songs have you written? Oh, more than 10, I'd say. Yeah. Gotta be more than 10. I haven't counted in a while. Gotta be more than 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are they all breakup songs about your cat? No. <laughs> I usually write about people because mm. they inspire me. I like that. I like that. Um, good. I'm glad they're not all about cats. Um, <laughs> just the one. Just the just one. Just the buddy. one. Um, so, Ella, do you remember 
how we met. Oh gosh. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> I was gonna be. I'm sorry. I. I feel like I don't know. How did we? You came to my open house. But, but that's I, not I feel how like we I've met. Al- I feel like all. We've we were always friends. Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I knew you. I feel like when I started coming to the church, I just I saw you around. And we didn't really ever talk. Did we start talking on the worship team? I think we yeah, I think that's when we actually started. I've never thought about this. I don't really all I remember is click. Mm-hmm. And friends ever since, but I don't know how many years, you know. Probably a few. The right? first time you came over to my house was last year in October. Yes. Yes. I started a lot of like n- new friendships in October, Mel Elijah, you. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Because then you were over at my house and I was texting Elijah and Frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elijah played me the first voice memo he ever <laughs> sent me. He's like, hello, Mr. Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ella. We're switching up the topic a little bit. Okay. I was praying about the podcast a little bit. And I feel like I've seen you grow so much, not only spiritually, but as a worship leader. And I've told you this, and I cannot say it enough, but, and I know Kira will agree, but the way you lead worship is so different dynamic it's so i'm taking my gum out sorry. um it's so dynamic and is so like supernatural i was gonna say out of this world out of the otherworldly but it's like that's supernatural that's it's heaven like it's you are entering his courts with praise and thanksgiving and every time you lead you're not afraid to just get down on your knees and worship the lord and it it really it just shows the posture of your heart and it shows that you are um, unashamed and it shows that, okay, you've definitely gotten past the barrier of like um, getting adjusted onto stage life of like being nervous. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if you still get nervous. I still get nervous. (laughs) But it's just really cool to see you, how much you've adapted and kind of made the stage into your own like personal worship bubble Mm -hmm. and not cared about what others think as you're worshiping because that's something throughout the past years that I had struggled with is oh I'm like nervous to like get down on my knees or whatever and Mm -hmm. that was probably like late middle school and then I just didn't care but it's really cool just to see you lead in front of a big congregation of people like that unashamed and belt the crap out of a (laughs) song Taya (laughs) like it's nothing like you're like ah oh let me tell you my voice was like (coughs) after that (laughs) i bet you were like screaming perfect pitch notes like (laughs) me and elijah melody kept watching it back and i kept replaying it multiple times because it was amazing but good job um well done faithful servant of the lord thank you uh couldn't be more proud but what that reminded me of is childlike faith and (laughs) i know that you have had your experiences of walking with the Lord in the through the lens of childlike faith mm. with the, the funny 
or the humor of God <laughs> yeah. that um, you've experienced, whether it's on the mission trip or in your own quiet time. But I just want to touch on you. Or touch on- <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping this in. Um. You're done. I just wanted... <laughs> I'm so stuffy. Sorry. Ugh. I just wanted to... Kira, don't judge me. I just wanted to touch on the topic of childlike faith because when I prayed, it was the first thing that popped up. And I feel like it's really important to come to the Father as a child in our faith and not be so serious, but have faith. The Bible says to have faith like a child and to approach his throne um, as you would a child in a sense that kids will have faith in so many things and not question. And so why should we as believers constantly question or be so serious or um, in those, I had a, I have a quote that just popped in my mind, a personal thought from me. And it's, if God calls us to have childlike faith, we shouldn't ignore the thoughts that seem out of the ordinary or silly. Just like a child, let's have faith to believe those little things that pop into our mind. I was very curious to hear for you personally, what is childlike faith and how have you been able to walk in that or through that? Well, I feel like in order to have childlike faith, you have to know God as a father. Um, I spent a lot of my relationship with God getting to know Jesus, my savior, mm-hmm. as a brother, as someone that is washing away my sins. And I just recently learned how to approach God as my father. Mm. And realizing that I've been spending most of my life like an orphan. Really? Like, thinking that I have to take care of myself, that I have to take care of my sins myself and Mm -hmm. fix myself, and that I couldn't approach God because he was just so big and he was so pure and I was so dirty. So it was just the act of learning to let go, really, and realize that everything that I had felt like I was missing from my earthly father, not because it was his fault, but just because he's human Mm -hmm. and he can't be perfect. And there are things that my mind will accept lies that the enemy is trying to tell me about my father. And so I take those lies and I like somehow broadcast them onto my heavenly father and thinking Mm. like oh he doesn't care about me he why would he want to talk to me and really god just being like no i'm your father i love you i love every little thing that you have to tell me i love to hold you i love to be it was really this long journey that he took me on of showing me how much he genuinely loves me because it took me so long to like feel his love I always felt like, God, I know you love me in my mind. I don't feel it in my heart. And he just took me on this long journey of noticing little things about me and showing me that he noticed them. Also, I think 
it has a lot to do with figuring out how God wants to talk to you. Yeah. Because it's different for everybody. And, like, once you figure out how God wants to talk to you, then you can, like, start hearing from him all the time. And right. For me, it was really, like, he'd give me, like, little pictures in my head of things that I love that he knows that I love and only a person that was paying really close attention to me would know that I love which in turn made me feel loved because he had paid close enough attention to me like for example I was like God I want to feel your love I don't feel it just show me something that you know that I love that nobody else does to show that you've been paying such close enough attention to me and it was during worship and I kind of forgot that I had asked him that and I just started worshiping him and I got into like this position of like being held by him like how I would imagine being held by him and he gave me this vision of my dad's shirt <laughs> like a specific shirt that I didn't even realize how much I loved that shirt and he gave me this vision of me just leaning my head against it and him being like I'll hold you for as long as you want me to and when I tell you I sobbed <laughs> like girl up front could hear me crying <laughs> I just felt so loved um yeah that's so beautiful or like I was laying on my back outside and I was just like giving God space to talk to me and he was like open your eyes <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy I promise you it's true <laughs> I opened my eyes Okay, wait, backstory. Me and my siblings. <laughs> For some reason, we have this infatuation with whales. <laughs> so, like, whenever we're in a pool or a lake, we'll, like, jump up out of the water, like, put our hands together and go, ooh, and then land in the water like a whale. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm lying in my back outside, and guys, I have my eyes closed, and he tells me to open my eyes, and I open my eyes, and I see this cloud that looks like a whale. He goes, look, a whale, ooh. Stop. I, when I'm you told me that, I truth. died. I, it killed me, and it's the fact that not only does he simply adore me, that he wants to laugh with me, too, and he knows my inside jokes, and he wants to be a part of them, and wow. I was, okay, same moment. He just showed me the whale backstory to this one too my little baby sister jubilee cutest baby alive whenever i would hold her on her stomach she would like have her little arms and legs against me and i would always think that she looked like a tree frog (laughs) and so anyways back to me looking up at the clouds he just showed me the whale and i go can you show me a cloud that looks like jubilee and i look over and i see a a cloud that looks like a tree frog. Stop right now. (laughs) (laughs) He knows me so well, and I just had to let him talk to me and let him be my father. And I had to let go of one thing Pastor Justin, our youth pastor at Victor Life Church, would always tell us is you have to let your earthly father go. Like you have Mm. to forgive him. You have to just let it go. Yeah. You have to let go of all the ways he's fallen short because he's only human. He's not perfect. You have to forgive him. And then you have to let God father you. You have to let God be your father. And so just letting, just forgiving my dad for being a human and not right. being perfect. You, you can't hold somebody who's not perfect up to the standard of God. Yeah. 
that's what I had been doing. I'd wanting I'd been wanting him to be perfect and he couldn't because he's only human and he is such an amazing dad, but he's human. He mm-hmm. can't do everything. And so just forgiving him and letting it go and accepting the fact that only my heaven fa- heavenly father is going to be perfect. It really just opened the door for like me to have a relationship with God and an even better relationship with my father. Yeah. Because kind of break some chains right some broke chains it broke lies yeah it paved the way for me to have childlike faith because if you don't know your father how can you be a child Mm. (laughs) oh you know that's really deep can you say that again please if you don't know god as your father how can you be a child like you if you're an orphan you feel like you have to control everything. You feel like you have to grow up and take care of stuff. But if you have a father, you feel like you can just rest in your childhood because wow. you have somebody else taking care of you. Rest in that covering. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's really good. So that's just what I've been Thank learning you. how to do is just be like, you know what, God, you got me. I'm your child. I'm not an orphan. I don't have to take care of my family. I don't have to take even care of all these things that are, stressing me out like it's not permission to just let your life go into heck like you still have to like you take on stewardship yoke and and then you have that stewardship that you still need to right you need to like still take care of yourself (laughs) yeah can't let yourself go and look raggedy but you don't have to worry about every little thing you don't have to feel like you have to be in control of every situation yeah amen wow that just like resonated and hit well of wisdom, everybody. Well of wisdom. <laughs> I found the verse while you were talking. Yeah. Um, and it's Mark ten fifteen. I tell you the truth. Anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. I kind of wanted to break down that verse with you. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think that means to receive the kingdom of God like a child? I think just like believing in him wholeheartedly not being skeptical as an adult would be but just receiving Mm -hmm. all that he has i feel like it's important to know like um elizabeth wolf she did this teaching at our youth group a while ago that has always come back up for me in my mind but she was like it's important to know how much god loves you before you start asking the whys because if you don't know how much he loves you, then it's really easy to accept lies and be like, well, he doesn't because look at this and this and this and this. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say, if you don't receive the kingdom of God like a child and you try and receive it in your own way, if that makes sense, if you try and receive it with a worldly perspective of, like I said, asking why or doubting, just go back to how you thought as a child and say, Okay, I'm just going to receive it, even if, mm-hmm. even if it takes faith to believe in the invisible, amazing things of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Ella, as we close, what would a word of encouragement be to somebody this week who is struggling to have faith like a child in hard circumstances around them? Um, I would say it's really important to be honest with yourself to just take time and sit down like I know that it seems like you're so busy you can't get away from anything 
well, there are times in your day where you can just sit by yourself. And I personally found it hard to sit by myself sometimes because then my thoughts go a million different directions and it's just so hard to sit alone with your thoughts sometimes, but it's so important because you need to be honest with yourself and how you're feeling or else you're never going to be able to deal with what's going on. Right. So once you sit there and you're honest with yourself and you're like, I haven't forgiven this person for doing this. I haven't forgiven this person for doing that. I haven't forgiven myself for doing this. Then you can just invite God in and be like, I'm having a hard time forgiving. I'm having a hard time believing that you've forgiven me. Just talk even. to him, you know? It's yeah. God, I just pray that, no. Be like, God, I'm having a hard time. Like, for real, that sometimes I'm just like, I, God, my life kind of sucks right now. <laughs> I don't really see where you are. There's been a lot of moments where I've just been like that and being honest with him and just accepting that he he doesn't expect you to be perfect i feel like that's a big thing to remember he doesn't expect you to have your crap together Mm -hmm. he's the one person that you can go to and spout off about anything and he will never leave you exactly and so i think it's just important to spend time with him amen well ella thank you so much for finally uh, being able to be on the Uh podcast can't wait for everybody to hear this episode so thank you for being on the podcast thank today. you for having me um, anytime can't wait to have you back and we will see you soon yay bye bye Guys, you already know, welcome to the Ring and Ramble segment of the podcast where I ring a random friend and we ramble. So let's get into it. Jaden, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Just got home from a concert. Oh, nice. What instrument do you play for those listening who don't know? I play I play cello and I also play bass, but I was not playing in this concert that I went to. Oh, did you sit out on the bench? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was supporting my friend, actually. Thank oh. you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Before I left your house today, your mom was like, oh, shoot, like... I should have invited you like when I was already home. She was like, I shouldn't have invited you. I was like, it's okay. I have better things to do like sleep. Valid. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jaden. What else is new with you? Tell me a little bit about your life right now. Crazy things, random things. Crazy random things? Crazy random things. You texted me and you said you're sitting on the floor contemplating about change. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was sitting on the floor like mentally preparing myself to change out of my outfit like that takes so much effort oh i thought you were like, like I'm I'm me- mentally like trying to change and like it's like like oh. I was sitting i was about to change but then i just like remembered how much work that is and so i just sat on the floor oh. <laughs> for like 10 minutes. okay so it wasn't that deep <laughs> <laughs> okay oh anyways um yeah what are some new things some new things let's see mm. 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 You know, 
I don't really know if I have any new thing. I guess I'm almost coming up on a year at Chick Fil A. <laughs> Insert chicken <laughs> noise. <laughs> Girl, that sounded like a peacock more than anything you could. <laughs> oh, literally! I can't. I love that noise so much. Oh. <laughs> okay so me and Jaden always see each other um on sundays at this place where a lot of people go um yeah, and crazy what's it called Jaden? i forgot i can't think of it right now Ugh. it's a, it's a really weird name it's not chick-fil-a it's ch- no. church 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 <laughs> oh my gosh so just a quick little segue to something different, Jaden, with, you know, us going to church, us being believers, what is something um, that you feel like God has been speaking to you lately or something that has caught your attention in the Bible or just in your walk with God lately? Lately, I think I've been really hearing from God that I need to put him first in all that I do and like be intentional with him um and just I guess really like seek him and put him first and not just like say that I'm doing it say that I'm a Christian or oh I really like seek God and I like show him through all my actions like not just saying it but actually doing it especially through like worship um I'm in a life group right now with Pastor Casey and we're really it's like really touching on how like we're depriving ourselves of like true worship and like pure worship because like we're really distracted about ourselves and our pride or like the environment around us or like just the worship team in general or like putting them above what we're actually supposed to be doing like god like we're here to sing for god not for these people on stage you know and like even giving them our attention and not god it's like through that perspective it made me realize i'm doing that not only like through worship but like through like up other things as well in my life so i've been really trying to like be more intentional and purposeful recently yeah i really like that you know i used to be on the impact worship team a long time ago and one of the lessons like you had to realize is you know yes you're feeling anxious but that anxiousness shouldn't be felt about like you being on stage about yourself of people looking at you because ultimately when i'm a worshiper i'm not looking at the people on stage you know i do for a second and then i'm just focused on god so i just that that's so important to realize that when we go up on stage or when we're in front of people you know saying the name of jesus it's not about us and mm-hmm. I really like that that analogy of standing on stage can be used in our, you know, our daily life and other things, because it's not just standing on a stage. It can be, you know, praying at your lunch table or something and then uh, you getting nervous if people are watching, because really all that matters is that, you know, God's watching. And it, exactly. honestly, that can inspire others if you are, you know, standing firm in your faith in public or around you, because, you know, just for those listening to, if they're feeling, you know, anxious about, you know, wanting to take that step of faith with God, um, maybe in public or with their families or their friends, do you have a word of encouragement for that to speak over that anxiety that they're having? For the anxiety, I think just to speak over that, um, is that the anxiety 
is never going to be from God. That's always going to be from the enemy trying to hold you back right. or just, just put this limit on you um, and give you this fear of what you um, can be achieving. Um, and so feeling that anxiety, it's really hard to overcome, but I would say just really pray about it and try to give it to God as much as you can and just like let go of that feeling so you are able to pursue and go further um, in what is being limited of you at that moment, if that makes sense. No, that's so good. You know, pray first, pray first in everything, you know, submit it to God, because if you let God have his input and give him, you know, you can never give him too much. You know, he can take all of that from you. And that's so yep. good. Jaden. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. For having me. Oh, my gosh, guys. Wasn't that such a fun conversation? Oh my gosh, too, I forgot to tell you guys that me, Jaden, and the Lopez fam went to B-dubs, or Buffalo Wild Wings, as you could call it, after church, and Jaden was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to bring a couple friends, and she brought 14 people, <laughs> like two separate families, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, okay, Mrs. Popular, but anyways... I really thought it was cool that Jaden talked about, you know, on stage, not us having the glory, you know, the anxiety factor of, you know, worship and talking about God. I didn't even think about when me and Ella were talking about that as well, you know, just that little bubble that um, Ella has on stage where she doesn't focus on other people, but she just focuses on God. And I just think it's really cool that God does those kind of things where in the podcast, you know, Ella talks about one thing and then me and Jane have a conversation and then I put it all together and I'm like, oh, wow, you know, the similarities. I, I just love it. And two, a cool similarity that happened with the podcast last week with Pastor Mike was, you know, I got the whole podcast edited, whatever, and he, his message was called Heart Renovations, and I uploaded it, and then I realized, oh, today's Valentine's Day. Like, I didn't even register that it was Valentine's Day, and the podcast name was called Heart Renovations. Crazy. So... Guys, if you haven't gone back and listened to that, that's a great one too. But thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for trusting me with your ears. I really hope you got a lot out of me and Ella's conversation. And yes, I'm just so thankful for this podcast. You guys already know that. But if you want to keep up with the podcast, keep up with me. You can follow me on Instagram at It's Caleb McCarthy. You can also go listen to Ella's song called I Want the Disheveled One. You would never think it's about her cat, but it is. I will link it down in the show notes. And guys, you enjoy the rest of your Monday, your Tuesday, whatever day you're listening on. It doesn't matter. And I pray that your day is amazing. Bye. Hold up. Guys, if you enjoyed this podcast with Ella and I, make sure to leave a rate or review and share your thoughts on Instagram. Share it with a friend because it will get it to so many more people to experience this podcast with us. Peace. Peace.